With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Talk Recorded live. Hallelujah, thank you, King of Majesty. You are worthy. There is no one like it, Lord. Oh, God, we desire to make you smile. Hallelujah, God. We desire, Lord God, to make... All callers are muted and they can unmute themselves. Throughout the world, throughout the nations, in the name of Jesus. Oh, smile on our worship, God. Smile on our praise, oh, God. Smile on our lifestyles, Lord God, in the name of Jesus. Oh, have your way, God. Oh, great and mighty King. Oh, we come, we come, we come another day unto your holy throne, oh, Lord God. As we come and enter into this broadcast, oh, God, unto your hands, we commit, oh, Lord, in the name of Jesus so that you can have your way, so that your will can be done in the mighty name of Jesus, oh, great and mighty King. Oh, yes, Lord. Smile, O Lord, smile, O Lord, upon your dear beloved children throughout the world, throughout the nation. Let your light shine among us, O God, in the mighty name of Jesus, Lord. Have your way, God. Have your way, King, in the mighty name of Jesus. Wherever we may be, O God, around the world, throughout the nations. Smile upon us. Let your light shine upon us, O oh God, in the name of Jesus. So that we may, O oh God, be strengthened, O oh Lord God. So that, O oh God, that we, O oh God, can continue, O oh God, to press toward the higher mark, the higher calling that you called out for our lives. O oh Lord God, we bless you in this place. What an honor and a privilege is to dwell within your midst. In the name of Jesus, continue, O oh God, to speak to our hearts, to speak to our minds, to speak to the very essence of our being. 
speak to the soul of man, the spirit of man, in the mighty name of Jesus. Have your way, God. Have your way, Lord, in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord, in the name of Jesus. We trust your Lord. We trust your Lord. Almighty King, meet us in our homes, in our business, in our places of worship, in our cars, wherever we may be around the world. Let your glory come out, O oh God, encapsulate us. Hallelujah. In this moment and in this time, O oh God, free our distractions, O oh God. Lord God, in the name of Jesus, clear of thought and clarity, Lord God, no interference, oh God, in the name of Jesus, so that, oh God, we can hear directly from you, Lord, in the name of Jesus, we can hear your voice, oh God, and nothing else, Lord, in the mighty name of Jesus, oh, have your way, you are welcome, you are welcome in this place. Hallelujah. Blessed be your holy name, Lord. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Mighty children of the Most High God, I want to also welcome each and every last one of you to the Kingdom International Intercession and Word of Empowerment line. My name is Pastor Deron Zorn with Divine Order Restoration Ministries, where we are restoring the order of God, one life, one body, one nation at a time, and we bless the name of the true living God in this place. Amen. We thank God for each and every last one of you, um, each and every last one of you who are just precious to the to the sight of God, who God holds very dear to his heart. And we just pray his blessings and favor will continue to fall upon you, that you will walk in rivers of blessings and rivers of favor. Hallelujah. In the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus, we bless the name of the true living God, that the favor that you have with him that it is already uh, have already reached the same level of favor with man in the name of Jesus. We thank the true living God that he will open doors for you that no man can shut, and he will shut doors in your life that no man can open in the mighty name of Jesus so that you can be propelled into the greatness, into the destiny that he's called out for your life so that you can obtain the promises of the most high God in the mighty name of Jesus so that in the land of the living, ah, my, 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 ah, hallelujah, you shall see the abundance of the Lord. Our glory be unto the most high God before, because he is worthy ah, to be praised. He is worthy. Him alone is worthy in the name of Jesus. Oh, God, we bless you in this place. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. We're going to go ahead into our song of Worship, hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. My, my, my. My one desire 
Thank you, Lord. Ah, Mama, thank you, Lord, in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Draw us close enough, oh God. Ah, my God, in the name of Jesus, to touch you. Let us touch the hem of your garments on this morning, Lord, in the name of Jesus, wherever we may be around the world, throughout the nation, so that the issue, oh Lord God, whatever our issues may be, on today, oh God, that they will be no more in the mighty name of Jesus. Oh, draw us, Lord. Let us touch the hem of thy garment, Lord, in the mighty name of Jesus. Glory, 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 Lord. Let us not leave this place, oh God. Oh, my God, without, oh God, I'm being healed from that which has held us bound in the name of Jesus. My God, my God, thank you, Lord. Hallelujah, thank you, Lord. Oh, my God, you were gracious. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. You are merciful, Lord. Uh, Almighty King, you are absolutely amazing and wonderful. You are glorious. You are the creator of all things. Oh, in the mighty name of of Jesus. Oh God, you reign in the heavens and in the earth. Oh my God, you reign and rule in our lives in the mighty name of Jesus. Oh, you are all powerful, oh God. Oh God, you are all knowing, oh Lord, in the name of Jesus. Oh great and mighty King, you are magnificent and there is just no one like you, Lord, in the mighty name of Jesus. How glorious is our King, how mighty is our Savior. Oh, hallelujah, we bless you in this place. In the mighty name of Jesus, oh God. Oh God, even as we enter into your gates, oh God. Oh, we come, oh God, we come with hearts full of thanksgiving, oh God. And even as we come, oh God, into your courts, oh Lord. Oh, we're coming with mouths full of praise, magnifying your holy and righteous name because you are the king of glory. You are a phenomenal God and there is no one like you. You are the God of love, are the God who is our peace, he who is our joy. And God, we bless your holy name, O oh Lord. Father, you are our hope, O oh God, and our restorer. And we magnify 
glorify you in this place. In the mighty name of Jesus, you are the father of truth. And God, we bless your name, Lord. You are the dad that keeps a promise. You are a king to be honored, oh Lord. We bless you in this place, oh Lord. In the mighty name of Jesus, oh, we exalt your holy name throughout the world, throughout the nations. In the name of Jesus, we say holy, holy, holy is our God. Oh, righteous, righteous, righteous is our church. Oh, just, just, just is our King. In the name of Jesus, oh God, we thank you because you are so merciful. I will thank you, Lord, in the mighty name of Jesus, oh God. There is no one. No one, no one that can be compared to your splendor or your majestic. See, in the mighty name of Jesus, you supreme over all things, O Lord. In the mighty name of Jesus, you are a God that speaks and performs. Ah, hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. In the mighty name of Jesus. I thank you, I thank you, God. We thank you, we thank you, we praise you, we magnify you, Lord, in the mighty name of Jesus. Oh, God, as we come unto your holy throne, oh, Lord God, we come humbly, oh, God, in your presence, oh, God, even as we boldly stand against the scheme and plot of the enemy, as we stand in the gap for your children around the world, throughout the nation. In the mighty name of Jesus, O God, on today, O God, we stand in the gap, O God, for your children, O God, who are just giving up, O God, who feel, O God, that it is over for them, always standing in the gap for the hopeless on today, the depressed under arrest, our Lord God, children, in the name of Jesus, those that feel disgusted and busted, oh God, we stand for them on today, in the mighty name of Jesus, oh God, and even as we stand, oh God, oh, we rebuke the adversary, Lord, in the mighty name of Jesus, uh, Satan, you are rebuked, oh, hi, my, 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 from the lives of God, dear beloved children, because you have no right or authority within their holy lives, in the mighty name of Jesus, oh, have your way, God, always stand in the authority and the dominion and the power that has been given unto us through our Lord and Savior Christ. Jesus, and we thank you, O God, that that in which we rebuke is rebuke, O God, and that in which we bound, O God, is bound, O God, and that in which we loose, O God, is loose, O God, in the mighty name of Jesus, O God, and that in which we ask for, O God, as we ask for it in your name, O Lord, that it is given unto us in the mighty name of Jesus, O God, we thank you. For that in which you have given unto us, O God, that in which you have given us access to, in the mighty name of Jesus, O great and mighty King, O Holy One, O Mama, Father of Israel, in the mighty name of Jesus, oh God, you are worthy, Lord God. Oh, hallelujah. Father God, even as we stand, oh God, hallelujah, for your dear beloved, as we're standing in the gap, oh God, as we're touching and agreeing around the world, oh God, we ask, oh God, that you would open up heaven gates, oh God, 
and that you will flood the earth, oh God, that you will flood the earth, Lord, in the mighty name of Jesus, with the spirit, oh God, of hope, oh God, in the mighty name of Jesus, oh God, let hope arise on today, in the lives of your dear beloved, oh God, let hope rise and the enemy be scattered, in the mighty name of Jesus, oh God, let your spirit of hope, oh God, in the name of Jesus, oh God, be released in the atmosphere throughout the land, oh God, in the four corners of the earth, oh Lord, in the mighty name of Jesus, oh God, so that your children, oh God, atmospheres will change, atmospheres will be restored unto your righteousness, in the mighty name of Jesus, oh God, so that, oh Lord, purpose can be restored into the lives of your dear beloved, oh God, in the mighty name of Jesus. Hallelujah, Lord God. Hallelujah, Lord God. It is through hope, oh God, that many were saved, oh God. It is through hope, oh God, where, Lord God, your people are drawn closer unto you, oh God. It is through hope, oh God, that your children operate in faith and not by sight, oh God. Oh God, it is hope, oh God, that keep us encouraged, that give us the strength to persevere, oh God. Oh God, we need it, we need it, we need it, oh God. Oh, your dear beloved, oh God, need it throughout the world, throughout the nation. It is through hope, oh God, that your children find rest in you. It is hope, oh God, that prepares us for destiny. It is hope in you, oh God, and in your word, oh God, that cultivates the very essence of our souls, oh God, the very essence of our beings, oh God, that speaks unto our spirit man, Lord, and calls us, oh God, to move, oh God, in the very words in which you've declared for our lives. In the mighty name of Jesus, oh God, oh, have have your way, Lord. Oh, have your way, King, in the mighty name of Jesus. Hallelujah, Lord God. Restore, oh God. Hope in the lives of your dear children in the land of the living, oh God. For it is through hope in you, oh God, that activates one faith, oh God, that activates the confident assurance in the mind of man. In the name of Jesus, oh God, oh, have your way, God. Oh, have your way, King. Oh, you are mighty and glorious, Lord, and we bless you in this place in the mighty name of Jesus. Oh, Lord, hopelessness has caused many, oh God, to walk away from faith, oh God, to lose their lives, to lose their minds. Oh, my God, have affected the hearts of mankind. It has been the gate that the enemy has used to devour your your children. And, Lord God, use them as puppets, oh God, leading them away from you because of hopelessness and justice has increased. Operation of the lust of the flesh and the eye has increased. Deception has increased. Lying has increased, and people have lost hope, oh God, in one manner and in others, oh God. In the name of Jesus, oh God, we know that it hurts your heart to see your children in such conditions and in such states of mind, oh God, because, oh God, that has these things have not been what you have proclaimed for our holy lives, because we are the righteousness of Christ, because we are a holy nation. Oh, my God, my God, we should not, oh, God, be bound, oh, God, to such, Lord God, mediocrity, oh, God, in the name of Jesus, we should not be bound, oh, God, by the hands of the adversary, in the mighty name of Jesus, oh, God, oh, restore your hope, oh, 
oh God, in the lives of your dear children, oh God, the hope that will lead them into the spacious place, uh, oh, the spacious land, uh, the hope, oh God, that will extend the borders of your dear children, but they're no longer bound, our Lord God, and boxed in uh, by the adversary, Lord God, uh, bring them out of a place of suffocation, oh, yes, God, in the mighty name of Jesus, oh, hallelujah, oh, we're declaring and decreeing, oh God, oh, my, 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 in the name of Jesus, oh, glory be unto your holy name, as we're declaring and decreeing, oh, Lord God, that hopelessness, oh, Lord, is removed from the lives of your dear children, in the mighty name of Jesus, have your way, God. Hallelujah, I thank you, Lord, in the name of Jesus. We're declaring and decreeing in the mighty name of Jesus that the hand of the adversary is loose off from among your dear people in the name of Jesus. And he's bound unto the pits of hell in the mighty name of Jesus, O oh God. Uproot, O oh God, every spirit of confusion that is among your dear beloved, O oh God, in the mighty name of Jesus. Oh, send the battle axe, O oh God, oh, in the name of Jesus, O oh God, and cut down every spirit of, of lack of trust, O oh God, every spirit of hopelessness. Oh, cut down fear from the hearts of your dear people in the mighty name of Jesus, O oh God. Oh, send the battle axe, O oh God, to cut out insecurities and no self-control, O oh God. Cut off wars, O oh God. Cut out the hurt, the pain, and the bitterness. Oh, cut out, O oh God, and uproot anger and selfishness. Oh, cut out, O oh God, and uproot hostility and unfaithfulness. Oh, cut from among your dear children, O oh God. Oh, with the battle axe, O oh God, the counterfeit spirit, the spirit of opposition, the spirit of pride, O oh God. Oh, that rebellious spirit, oh, you've been cutting, you're getting cut down today in the mighty name of Jesus. Oh, we're cutting the spirit of procrastination oh, from among your dear beloved, O oh God. Oh, we're cutting, oh God, the spirit of stagnation. Oh, from among your dear children, oh Lord, in the mighty name of Jesus. Oh, we thank you for the battle axe, oh God. In the name of Jesus. Oh, have your way, God. Oh, we're cutting out, oh God. At its very core, oh God. Every negative word and every negative imagery that has been, oh God, rooted in, in your dear beloved. Oh, on today, oh God. In the name of Jesus. We're cutting, oh God, every lying tongue, oh God. And that has risen up against your dear children, oh God. And even right now, it's condemned, oh God, unto the pits of hell. In the mighty name of Jesus, O oh God, O oh God, have your way. You are mighty, O oh God. You are worthy, Lord. O oh God, we're cutting out every unclean spirit, O oh God. In the mighty name of Jesus, O oh God, that is among your dear beloved, O oh God, that are causing them, O oh God, to sway and waver, O oh God, in the things of you, Lord. In the name of Jesus, O oh, cut it all out, O oh God. Ah, in the mighty name of Jesus, so that your dear beloved, O oh God, can be free, O oh God. Ah, my, 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 in the name of Jesus, to hope in you again, O oh God, to walk upright, no longer holding their head down, O oh God, in the name of Jesus, they can walk in the freedom of you, O oh Lord, in the mighty name 
of Jesus. Oh, God, we thank you, Lord God, that everything that has been fighting up against your dear beloved, oh, God, that in the name of Jesus, oh, God, that they are failing right now because you are with them, oh, God. We thank you, oh, God, that every scheme and plot of the enemy, that it has been canceled. Oh, my God, in the name of Jesus, as no weapon that has been formed against your dear beloved shall prosper in their lives. Oh, God, we thank you, oh, God, that nothing that the enemy can plan will never supersede your plans in the mighty name of Jesus. Oh God, we thank you, oh God, that there's not even a residue left upon your dear children, oh God, even as you send the consuming fire, oh God, to, to Lord God, sanctify and purify your dear children so there'll be no more residue in the name of Jesus, oh God. Oh, we thank you, oh God, that all of your children are covered in the blood of the precious lamb, the blood that saves, the blood that restores, the blood that gives hope, the blood that sanctifies, oh my God, and the blood that purifies in the mighty name of Jesus, oh God. Oh, we thank you, Lord God. We thank you, Lord God, because of your hope, oh God, a hope in you, oh Lord. We thank you, Lord God, my God, being restored in the land of the living, oh God, that the yoke of the enemy is, is destroyed in the mighty name of Jesus, oh God. Oh, we thank you, oh Lord, in the name of Jesus, because hope has been restored, oh God, that, oh God, in the mighty name of Jesus, oh God, that there are, there is a resurrection in the life of your dear children, oh those things that have died, oh God, uh, my mind that the enemy has killed, uh, that they will be restored right now, that it will be revived in their lives. Uh, in the mighty name of Jesus, uh, every hope, every dream, every desire, oh God, everything that you have placed inside of them, oh uh, my God, oh God, so that they can fulfill their purpose. Uh, in the mighty name of Jesus, we thank you, oh God, that careers and businesses, oh God, will emerge. In the name of Jesus, that ministries will be, be started forth, 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 oh God. In the mighty name of Jesus, even ministries being birthed, marriages being restored, and marriages coming forth, families uniting, oh God, coming on one accord. In the mighty name of Jesus, oh God, we bless your holy and righteous name. For there is no one like you, Lord. Father God, we love you and adore you, Lord. It's in, in the name of Jesus. We thank you, oh God, for listening here. We thank you, God, for a heart of concern. We thank you, oh Lord, that we can consider all things done. Hallelujah. We thank you, Lord, as you've already dispatched the angels on the behalf of your dear beloved to war for them. Hallelujah. To, to minister unto them in the name of Jesus. Oh, we thank you, oh God, that it's because of the blood of the precious lamb of God that we can seal these prayers and consider. Consider it done, oh God, hallelujah. Hallelujah, thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord, as we have prayed in, in the precious name of Jesus. Hallelujah, amen, amen, and amen. To God be the absolute glory. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah, thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Thank you, God. God, only you are worthy. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. In the name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Glory to God. Thank you, Lord. In the name of Jesus. 
glory, 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 glory. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Mighty people of God, as we transition over to the word of empowerment, let every heart and mind stay with the spirit of expectations so that God can deliver unto each and every last one of us that in which we need. Hallelujah. That in which we need individually and corporately. Amen. To God be the glory. Thank you, Jesus. We just bless the name of the true living God for that in which he's doing in our lives, for the shaking, for the making, for the transformation, for the molding. You know, God is great, and he's just so worthy to be praised, even though we can't understand that in which he's doing. Ah, just the thought of knowing that it's working in my favor. Ah, my, my, my empowers one, encourages one to run on to see what the end is going to be. Even though you're in the fire, God has declared that you shall not be burned in the mighty name of Jesus. Uh, we just, we are so excited. I'm just excited in my spirit for the greatness of the Lord, the power of the Lord. Uh, my God, that he is, the things that he's doing and the lives of his dear beloved. We thank God in advance that the Holy Spirit is going to overshadow us in having his way teaching and training us in all truth so that the word of God can just be live and active in our day-to-day living. We thank the name of the true living God that he has just not forsaken us nor have he left us. Amen. And his glory is the greater of his of his glory is yet to be revealed in our lives. In the name of Jesus, oh, the best is yet to come. I just hang in right there. The best is yet to come. Glory be unto God. Um, hallelujah to God be the glory Thank you Jesus We're thanking God for today As he's released Job 37 and 38 In our ear gate Amen as he released it in our ear gate Hallelujah That it will speak to our heart It will speak to our situations It will speak to our circumstances It will even speak according to our destiny The very purpose in which he has spoken us into existence In the mighty name of Jesus Glory be unto the most high God Hallelujah Let every ear hear the spirit of the true living God Chapter 37 At this my heart pounds and leaps from its place. Listen. Listen to the roar of his voice, to the rumbling that comes from his mouth. He unleashes his lightning beneath the whole heaven and sends it to the ends of the earth. After that comes the sound of his roar. He thunders with his majestic voice. When his voice resounds, he holds nothing back. God's voice thunders in marvelous ways. He does great things beyond our understanding. He says to the snow, fall on the earth, and to the rain shower, be a mighty downpour, so that all men he has made may know his work. He stops every man from his labor. The animals take cover. They remain in their dens. The tempest comes out from its chamber, the cold from the driving winds. The breath of God produces ice, and the broad waters become frozen. He loads the clouds with moisture. He scatters his lightning through them. At his direction, they swirl around over the face of the whole earth to do whatever he commands them. He brings the clouds to punish men or to water his earth and show his love. Listen to this, Job. Stop and consider God's wonders. Do you know how God controls the clouds and makes his lightning flash? Do you know how the clouds hang poised? those wonders of him who is perfect in knowledge. 
You who swelter in your clothes when the land lies hushed under the south wind, can you join him in spreading out the skies, hard as a mirror of cast bronze? Tell us what we should say to him. We cannot draw up our case because of our darkness. Should he be told that I want to speak? Would any man ask to be swallowed up? Now no one can look at the sun, bright as it is in the skies after the wind has swept them clean. Out of the north he comes in golden splendor. God comes in awesome majesty. The Almighty is beyond our reach and exalted in power. In his justice and great righteousness he does not oppress. Therefore men revere him. For does he not have regard for all the wise in heart? This concludes Disc 29. Chapter 38 Then the Lord answered Job out of the storm. He said, Who is this that darkens my counsel with words without knowledge? Brace yourself like a man. I will question you, and you shall answer me. Where were you when I laid the earth's foundation? Tell me if you understand. Who marked off its dimensions? Surely you know. Who stretched a measuring line across it? On what were its footings set? Or who laid its cornerstone? While the morning stars sang together and all the angels shouted for joy, who shut up the sea behind doors when it burst forth from the womb? When I made the clouds its garment and wrapped it in thick darkness, when I fixed limits for it and set its doors and bars in place, when I said, this far you may come and no farther, here is where your proud waves halt. Have you ever given orders to the morning, or shown the dawn its place, that it might take the earth by the edges and shake the wicked out of it? The earth takes shape like clay under a seal. Its features stand out like those of a garment. The wicked are denied their light, and their upraised arm is broken. Have you journeyed to the springs of the sea, or walked in the recesses of the deep? Have the gates of death been shown to you? Have you seen the gates of the shadow of death? Have you comprehended the vast expanses of the earth? Tell me if you know all this. What is the way to the abode of light? And where does darkness reside? Can you take them to their places? Do you know the paths to their dwellings? Surely you know, for you were already born. You have lived so many years. Have you entered the storehouses of the snow, or seen the storehouses of the hail, which I reserve for times of trouble, for days of war and battle? What is the way to the place where the lightning is dispersed, or the place where the east winds are scattered over the earth? Who cuts a channel for the torrents of rain, and a path for the thunderstorm, to water a land where no man lives, a desert with no one in it, to satisfy a desolate wasteland, and make it sprout with grass? Does the rain have a father? Who fathers the drops of dew? From whose womb comes the ice? Who gives birth to the frost from the heavens when the waters become hard as stone, when the surface of the deep is frozen? Can you bind the beautiful Pleiades? Can you loose the cords of Orion? Can you bring forth the constellations in their seasons or lead out the bear with its cubs? Do you know the laws of the heavens? Can you set up God's dominion over the earth? Can you raise your voice to the clouds and cover yourself with a flood of water? 
Do you send the lightning bolts on their way? Do they report to you, here we are? Who endowed the heart with wisdom, or gave understanding to the mind? Who has the wisdom to count the clouds? Who can tip over the water jars of the heavens when the dust becomes hard and the clods of earth stick together? Do you hunt the prey for the lioness and satisfy the hunger of the lions when they crouch in their dens or lie in wait in a thicket? Who provides food for the raven when its young cry out to God and wander about for lack of food? Glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. We thank God for the word of truth. Amen. As it is written in Job chapter 37 and 38, we praise God in advance that even as his word or truth was released, it was deposited in the fertileness of our hearts and that it shall prosper in the way in which he has sent it. Amen. Amen. To God be the glory. Thank you, Jesus. I'm going to go ahead and get us started this morning, you know, with our discussion you know, with our discussion, I mean, much to be discovered in the word, you know, much that can be said um, in, in the word today, amen, um, glory to God, you know, thank you, Jesus, and and here we find Job, here we find, you know, Job's friend, amen, he's, he's giving his final remarks, and then all of a sudden, God just, you know, God entered into the conversation, you know, Job had been, you know, as he was even as he was going back and forth with his friends and, you know, and, and having conversation um, with them, um, you know, he continued to, um, he'll find himself in places where he was no longer speaking to his friend, but he will begin to speak and have conversation with God. And he will begin to ask God questions and, and, and you know, and, and, and things of that nature. Um, and here, um, I, I, I'm, I'm sure Job was very excited when he first, when he heard God's voice, amen, but I'm sure it, it also brought trembling unto him as well, because now God is speaking, um, um, glory to God. And, and, and what I want to say about this, even as we see that they, they, they stood there, they were there long enough in conversation, they they stay there long enough in conversation because now we're about in the thirty it was the thirty eighth um, chapter um, long enough for God to speak so let me just point that out we need to stay and we need to learn how to stay in prayer Amen we need to stay in prayer I'm gonna make a prayer and listen for God to speak sometimes we just need to just go before God just even in places of meditation sometimes we move too quickly and we don't get the opportunity to hear the voice of God um you know and I don't tell everybody we we don't when we go before God we don't want to have a monologue but we want a dialogue but also what we're going to discover in the word today we're, we're going to see um we're going to look at ways and we're going to be able to discover the approach our approach to God, amen, um, glory to God, our approach to God, because even though we find here that, um, you know, Job had several questions unto the Lord, and God speaks, God speaks to him, you know, concerning his questions, but he told him, you know, get ready, I'm going to answer you, but you get ready, and we need to be prepared, even when we're coming to conversation with God and, and we're speaking to God. We should come We should come with an expectation that God is going to speak. We are, in addition, we need to be ready to receive what God is going to say, amen, ready to receive that in which God is going to say. Because even, you know, we may come to prayer 
um, with one thought of mind of God's response, response, but God may have a whole different response, um, amen, than what we are thinking. And we have to be in a place of humility to know that, you know, whatever God's response is, that is what I'm going to receive, and that is what I am going to move out in a spirit of obedience in because I understand when, when God is speaking that what he speaks is absolute best for my life. That is absolutely best for my life as his ways is higher than ours, as his thoughts is higher than ours. And he know, and because he is, he has ordered ourselves, he know which way it is that we, that we need to go. Amen. Um, to God be the glory. And sometimes it takes us a place of humility, even as God speaks to Job and his friends, you know, and, 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 and speak to all of them because all of them came was at a point of pride. All of them spoke out of places of a sense of pride, a sense of um, of, of, of being arrogant. Amen. And, and God has to say, you know, wait, wait a minute. Let me come in here. Let me let me deal with, you know, this first. Let, let me deal with this. So God rebuke. He comes in with a rebuke, not only to Job, but also to his friends. As we all know that Job's friends, that you know, they spoke out of error. They spoke, they spoke the word of God, but they wasn't speaking it to the right situation, to Job's situation, and nobody humbled themselves to humble themselves to go before God to to God to reveal unto them what needed to be spoken. Amen. And we've been talking about that over the last couple of weeks. Um, glory to God. And for Job, you know, Job got rebuked because, um, not because he spoke of God in error, but it was in the manner in which he came to God. The manner in which he came to God. And, you know, and we definitely come to God. You know, God is our friend. We can, you know, come and, and have conversation with him in prayer and, and give our petitions and, and things of that nature. But one of the things that God um, charged Job with and, and with him questioning him, you know, and, and things of that and things of that nature by him questioning him, he failed to exalt and honor God and who he was in his totality. In his totality. And so that's why he had to begin to question God, I mean, question Job. You know, where were you? Where were you when foundations, when the foundation was being made? Where were you? Were you anywhere into being? Were you anywhere into being? And now sometimes, you know, we come to God and we, and we come and we question God. And even as you know, before I, whenever I pray and before I start praying, the very first thing I exalt God. When we come into prayer, the very first thing I do, I always exalt God. I exalt God and I tell God who he is. I tell God who he is and tell him who he is, what he has done, you know, and I just love on God. Amen. We, I just love love on God. Take the first couple of minutes and just love on God and tell God who he is. And recognizing who, let him know who it is that we recognize him to be, who we recognize him to be. And um and and that's very important when we come into prayer, and 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 then sometimes when when Job was when Job began to speak and question, I mean he he rec- he didn't recognize God's sovereignty at all. He just began to question God. Now one thing that I did love about Job, even as we we heard Job and we heard all of his replies, I, I didn't hear not one thing where he where he put anything on the enemy. 
He always spoke. Him, he always spoke from a place of that of if if that wasn't going on, you know, that it had to come from God. So I do. I appreciate. I that was just so awesome. He never recognized the enemy. He never recognized Satan at all. And what I like about that is that he didn't give any. You know, he he didn't give any power. He didn't give any power to the enemy. He didn't give any power to the enemy. And the great thing about it, even as we recognize when we came into the book of Job, that hey, the um that Satan had to get permission. Satan had to Satan had to get consultation from God, and God recommended because he didn't ask for Job. God recommended Job and said, hey, you can you you can you can do whatever you want in his life. You just can't take him. So I, what I love about Job, he didn't give the enemy any credit. He didn't puff the enemy up by by um, by just 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 speaking speaking of the enemy um, doing things in his life. And we are people. We got to recognize, you know, you know, God, you you brought this before me. God, what is what? Are, what am I learning? What did I need to learn? Um, you know, what are you trying to train me and to do in the midst of this thing? God, what is your voice? What are you speaking? As we all know, and we talked about in the midst of suffering, when we go through suffering, when we go through trials, and we go through tribulation, God, God is speaking. God is doing something. And in, and instead of looking at all the things that are wrong, look for the hand of God in the situation. So that look in the hand of God in the situation, so that even while you're going through, you can go through in joy, in in, a, in, in with with the spirit of joy, knowing that it is working on on your favor, it is working out in your behalf, and 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 also knowing, you know, going before God, you know, God help me recognize what it is that I need to learn in this situation and in this circumstances, you know, so I, can, I the word said that Christ learned obedience through his suffering, and we are too, we too will learn obedience through our suffering, even in the midst of Job, even though he was a righteous man and he was a, he was a blameless man and he was a just man, there was still, he still had other things. He still had things to learn, things to learn about God. He still had things to learn about God. He had not done anything. Now, some of the time, most some, the majority of the time we go through suffering because we've done some things. And God is trying to pull some things out of us. Amen. But then there are times that we're going through suffering that God just wants us to increase and develop more in the things of him. We'll never arrive. The day that you arrive will be the day that you're going home. We'll never, never, ever arrive. So let us not be so prideful. You know, I'm always saying, you know, we can always cultivate more love, peace, joy, kindness, faith, um, humility, self-control, patience, we can all righteousness, we can always go deeper in the things of the Lord. We can always go deeper in the things of the Lord. Now, our approach with, with, with coming to God, hey, we definitely, surely, we have to uh, recognize his sovereignty of who it is that he, are, that he is. Amen. We we not to enter into prayer or just enter into conversation um, with God, you know, um, just any old type of way. Just any old type of way. And when Job was praying, when Job was speaking to God, he did not show enough fear or reverence to God. He treated God a, a little uh, as as he, he treated God uh, with too much familiarity. And I used to hear the word the familiarity um, familiarity brings contempt, brings contempt. And um, and so you know when we're sometimes when we're very familiar with people. With, with people, um, 
we lose some we lose sometimes we operate in a little disrespect and, and we don't do it on purpose, but you know, you say, Well, you know, this is my friend or this is, you know, whoever, you know, sometimes we I, the way we function with them is is not up to the to the um the the level of respect that it should be. You know, that it should be. And and especially sometimes when our relationships and we have friends who are now leaders, you know, and, and things of that nature, leaders who, who are who are, are friends or, or or used to be friends or, or what have you, sometimes the 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 respect of of the authority of the office that that usually uh, is thrown out the window. And so here we either here we even find Job, I mean, because he walked with God, he talked with God, God, you know, God, God was his friend, you know, he was righteous before God, he was blameless before the Lord, and you know, he found himself where he was speaking to him with a too much familiarity, and he he the part of the reverence that he should have had and the fear of God that he should have had, he just you don't lost some of that, you know, um, and lost some of that because of, of that familiarity. So instead of sensing God's awesome glory and holiness and the need to approach him with a fearful reverence and submission, Job felt too comfortable in questioning God. He felt too comfortable in questioning God and questioning God and in the manner in which he questioned him. He questioned if God was treating him fair by the suffering in which he was going through, through the tragedies and in the pain that he was bearing. He began to question God, you know, of of, of the situation and, and the circumstance that he was that he was going through. And, and in other words, even with that, is you know, he again he never cursed God. Oh, glory to God, he's having conversations, but now he's, he's questioning God. He questioned God. Question God. Are you treating me fairly? I mean, and, and I, I believe that that could have been an insult to God. Are you treating me fairly? And you know, I know God is just saying, you know, I'm I'm the just king. I'm 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 just, and if you you because you are my friend, and and in other words, you know, Joel was did a little bit of what his friends was doing to him, because I know God said, you you know, you're my friend, you walk with me, we talk together, you know, you know, I'm just in all my ways. I I don't show favoritism, and so even when we're going through situations and circumstances, you want to ask God, God, you know, why are you treating me this way? Why why? Why am I going through this situation and circumstance? But instead of approaching God that way, we need to tell to God, God, what is it that I need to learn from this? What What are you trying to open up my eyes to? Are you teaching me a, a, a greater level of, of humility? Are you teaching me a greater level of faith? Are you bringing me to a place where I have a greater level of forgiveness, a greater level of patience? Where I can, are you bringing me to a place where I can walk into a deeper a greater level of of love and a greater level of peace. God, what what are we doing in this matter? What what is it? What 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 is it that you're trying to extract from me? So the question the question should have been, you know, God, open up my eyes so that I may see that in which you're doing in my life in this season so that I can grow greater in your glory. I can grow greater in your glory, knowing that anything that we go through is only to take us to a greater place in the things of God, to move us and propel us forward into His good, into the into the very thing in which He has 
grafted us and placed us into the land of the living. So here we find God, God having to correct Job's attitude towards him. He had to correct Job's attitude. And these was again, and don't get in these. And again, Job and his friends, they was believers, and they find themselves having to be rebuked. Job's attitude for one thing, and his friends' attitude for another. And we just, we just can't come before God in, in any type of way and question God and his sovereignty and who he is. Yes, he do want us to talk to him. You know, he, he is our friend. But at the, at the same time, we also have to come to him with a, with a, a level of respect, of fear, and in reverencing who he is in our lives. Knowing exalting him above all things but not questioning his sovereignty, not questioning who he is and what what it is that, that he's doing, but knowing that, you know what, Lord, in the midst of it all, in the midst of the pain, in the midst of the hurt, in the midst of the confusion, in the midst of the stretch, in the midst of the agony, I know, Lord, that you are doing something on my behalf. I know that you're doing the thing. And even as it brings me to mind, when he talks about in John 15 and 2, he said he cuts off every branch of me that bears no fruit, while every branch that does bear fruit he prunes so that it will be even more fruitful, even more fruitful. God has just have us in places, in different situations and circumstances, because he, he called us to be fruitful and to multiply. And in order to be fruitful and to multiply, there's some things that, that have to be pruned. You know, there's some things that have to be pruned in our lives, and we go through situations and circumstances so that we can be pruned, so that we can we can, um, we can multiply. We can, we can multiply and be fruitful, so that we can produce even the more for God. That in which we are producing right now, it's it's okay. It's you know, it's 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 good. But God said that there's more to be produced. That that's that's more that's more that we can do. Amen. There's more that we can do and he wanna take us out of our comfort zone and take us out of our comfort zone and bring us into God's zone, amen, into God's zone so that we can produce more for his kingdom. Because there's so much greater God wants to exist. God wants to our whole life to be poured out unto him. He 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 wants all everything that he's placed inside of us to be extracted and used for his glory. And used for his glory. And so that's why, you know, he praying us in places where he's cutting off things, burning off things, he's puning things, you know, in our lives so that we can move forth in his greater. And for his greater. And once we begin to understand the thing, we'll we'll come out of we'll we can be in a place of of suffering or in situation and circumstances and, and we can be in those places, you know, amen, and, and we can be going through some things, but we can go through it in joy. We can go through it in peace. We can walk in love while we're going through that through that thing. Amen. And and, and people can and people can see, you know, even though, you know, can look at your life and say, you know, there must be that that child right there, that woman or that man must walk with God. God must be among them. I want some of that in which they got, because the only thing people are seeing is the storm in your life. They see the storm, but they also see how you act in the 
storm, how you behave in the storm, and, you, and how you're acting and you're behaving in the storm um, will draw someone to Christ or away from Christ. So when the storm of life come, you know, let us move away from the woe is me. The woe is me. And ask God, go before God, God, what is it? What is it? Because you don't want to have to you don't want to have to dwell in pain longer than what you have to dwell in anger um anguish or depression or uh, oppression longer than what you have to. Longer than what you have to. Some of us stay in places way farther than what we have to because we, we won't humble ourselves before the Lord. Because we will not humble ourselves before the Lord. We will not give him over the issue and let him fight the battle. We're, we're too focused. We bring our focus on the situation instead of keeping our focus on God. Some of us be just like Peter, you know, just like Peter. And we begin to sink because we heard some things, the wind begins to blow, and we just fall apiece. We fall to pieces because we lose focus. We lose focus. No, and we lose focus. So we have to determine or we have to be a people that even when the storms of life come, you know, how to come before God correctly, how to hear the voice of God, amen, even when we come before him, how to come before him correctly, amen, first in fear and reverence and talk to God, you know, talk to God. Ask God, you know, God, what are you doing in this season in my life? What is it that I learned? And be prepared for the answer that God gives you. And even in the answer that God gives us, let us receive the word of the Lord. And there's so many of us stuck in places because God has spoken, but we haven't received God's word. We haven't received the word of the Lord, and we're stuck because we're looking for a different answer. But God answers never changes. His answer will never change because his answer is what is best for your life. And so we sit in pain and we sit in the well in anguish because we won't prompt our spirits won't be prompt to a place of obedience. Because we come in prayer sometimes with the with the answer that we are we come in the prayer prayer to have conversation with God sometimes already with the answer in our mind. And when God give us something different when God give us something different, we don't erase our answers that's that we already came in a prayer with to receive God's word. We hold on to, to, to that of our flesh, of that in which we feel is correct, but we got to understand God is sovereign. God is sovereign, and everything he does is in our best interest because he wants our, he wants to produce, he wants to produce the destiny in our life that he's called out for us. He wants us to live and walk out the very purpose in which he has called forth us into existence. Into existence. Let us learn how to approach God in prayer. Let us learn how to approach God in prayer. And and let us that even, you know, let us have, you know, when we question God, you know, when you look at Mary in the book of Luke, and when you look at Zechariah, you know, in, in, in the book of Luke, and even when you look at how Job questioned God, amen, you know, even when, when Mary had a question, amen, it was it was a question of how can it be done, you know, how can I, you know, how can I get through this, 
give me what it is that I need. Amen. It it it, it was that type of questioning. Um, when Zechariah questioned God, it was a question in doubt. It was a question of doubt. Job questioned God in 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 you know in pretty much you know, how is this happening to me when I've done this 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 and that. So even when we question God, let it be a question like Mary. Lord, how can I get through this? What do you need for me to do so that it can manifest in the land of the living? What are you looking to produce in my life through this situation and these circumstances? How can I show you off to the world as I stand firm and rooted in you, as I as I walk through the storm, in, in the midst of the storm, in the peace, in your peace? Showing others that you are a true living God in the name of Jesus that give a peace that surpasses all understanding. That gives peace, that that gives a peace that beyond my situation and beyond my circumstances. So ask God, how can I, how can this situation be utilized for your glory and show me and teach me and train me on how to do this? How to do this, how to walk through this thing flawlessly so that all who have their eyes on me will see you and the glory of you and be drawn unto you. With that being said, people of God, I'm opening up the lines here for prayer. Anything God placed on your heart to be released on the line, amen, unto, the, unto God's people. As I'm Good morning. Iron, we're here. Good morning. One, one moment, prophetess. Um, as we're here to iron, sharpen iron. Amen. Um, glory to God. And also for any testimonies to God be the glory. Um, thank you, Jesus. One second. Let me unmute the... Um, All callers are unmuted. Um, glory to, line. to God. The lines are now open. Go ahead, Providence. Um, Good morning, um, Pastor, and everybody that's listening. And uh, First, I want to um, say good morning to our Heavenly Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Um, as I'm listening to you, and I'm hearing, I don't really, I'm going to be, I'm just going to keep it, you know, 100. I have to be transparent. That's just me. Um, I don't like, I'm the type of person because all the, it's all the hell I've gone through and overcoming in my life in this season, I don't like to hear about Job. I'm like, man, I got my own Job experience, you know. And, and for me to be up this morning is something God has for me to learn and understand something, and that's number one. So um, I realize, and the way God is using you to break it down, I've never heard it. You know, when we, when we hear about Job, it's always the suffering and everything, but we never, I never heard nobody break it down, explain it like um, you're explaining it to, to really look deep, to really look deep in myself, okay? Um, that's number one, and I, I know I knew, I know I need to repent to God, but another thing I noticed, um, I'm gonna speak for myself. I, um, a lot of times, um, most people or myself, some of us can't really. Um, you were talking about how we supposed to approach God. It was just true. Uh, it's you know, if 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 you never had a father in your life how you know how to approach God. A lot of us don't know how to approach God because, number one, we don't, we, we don't know how to really approach God because we never had a father. We really never had no one to really know how to talk to. A lot of times growing up, even in my life, even now as a adult, you go to, if I go to um, 
A male, my, my, my biological father and my relationship with him has never been good. Even when my brother passed away a couple months ago, you know, he never called. He never was a father, you know. And so you, you, when, when the, and, and everybody, every woman wants a father. Everybody wants to feel that love, that completion. I understand that God can fill the void, but in the physical, we need somebody there as well. And I'm, and, and I'm hearing you, how God is using you, and I'm, I'm examining my life, how the males in my life really never stepped up. You know, I, 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 my father never stepped up my life. My brothers, you know, you know, uh, my bro, you know, they never really stepped up in my life. None of my cousins, none of the male figures really never really stepped in my step up, even in my own personal relationship. You know, um, I, I really never, I never really saw a man step up. You know, um, it's like I know the society and the church, you know, it's always what they put so much on the woman. And, and I notice um, how the women, we, we, we take care of our homes, we take care of our, our, our husbands, or our, you know, our children, our family, and then we go into church, we take care of the, 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 the pastor and the church, but who's taking care of the woman? You know, even in my time of grief, who lift my hands up and, and been, and I'm going to get the males in my life, like, who really have been there for me, whether the family members or even the minister males, I, I, I don't see none of the males stepping up, being there for me as a woman, and as a woman, you know, everybody needs somebody to step up, you know, the males say, hey, sis, I got your back, daughter, I got your back. I'm here for you, you know, somebody to cry to, somebody to talk to, somebody just to lift you up. I just don't see that. So I'm like, okay, where I go from now? I, I, I know I need to repent to God, but God, you know, heal me, deliver me, and I know I deal with the men in my, in my life because they, they have not been there for me. You know, why is so much selfishness? Why society and the church always want the woman to give so much out but who's giving anything back to the woman? And so this morning I come before God repenting. And I know I got to get before God and get some things right. You know, I need to allow God, amen, you know, get, get rising out the way and, and let God be God. But I'm like, man, you know, who really has, I mean, I'm, how am I supposed to approach God? How am I supposed to know? When a father is the point where I never had a physical father or no male in my life really has been there for me. So that's where I'm at this morning. Pray for me. Amen. A amen. I, I want to go here first. Amen. You said, how do I know how to approach God? You know, how do, how do I know to how to approach God? Amen. And even we're going to find here, um, even we're going to, God's going to show, God is going to break this thing down to Job as we continue. I think we've got a couple more chapters. He's going to teach him how to do it. But also, let's just go to our to the Lord's Prayer. Amen. When he said, teach me how to pray, Lord. Lord, teach me how to pray. And, and, he, and he gave the guideline. You know, he gave the guideline. This is how you approach him. You know, he said, our Father who art in heaven, you come before him and you, you just recognize him for who he is. For who he is, it needs a holler be a name. Give give him some praise and give give him some honor. And then he came and he said, Your will, he came in and said, Your will be done. You know what, God, I know I'm going through all this situation and circumstance, but let your purpose be done in this thing. And I, I know that this thing is working out on my behalf and it's working out uh, for, for, my, for my benefit. Amen. I, I know that, that it is, Lord. And then he began to ask him, you know, for the provision. Give, us, give me this day our daily bread. Give me the provision. Give me that in which I need. 
to walk this thing out, to go through the trials, to go through the tribulations, to go through the storm of life. Give me that and give me my daily bread. Give, 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 give me what I need for today to get through the hell that I'm standing in the midst of. To give me what I need today while I'm in the midst of the fire so that I will not be burned. God, give it unto me. Give it unto me as I walk out your perfect will, as I walk out your perfect will. And then he said, you know what, God, forgive me. Pardon me. Pardon me and and pardon those, amen, who has done me wrong. And, and of course, you know, that's our area of of forgiveness. Pardon, you know, pardon me, Lord. Pardon those who have also forgiven me and who have also wronged me, amen. And and we know even in that that structure altogether, hey, even as we ask God to forgive ourselves and we're asking God to forgive them, we're letting that thing go because we we forgave and we forgot even about the hurt and the pain that we're enduring, even, even that in which we're going through something that somebody may have inflicted on us. You know, somebody was used to, to bring forth what is what is going on. Lord, forgive him. Forgive him. And then he come with a, where he come from protection. You know, lead me not into temptation, but deliver deliver me from evil. I mean, and, and he shows, and we just we just really come come and just meditate and, and dig into that thing. Deliver me from evil. Then he said, for yours is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. And amen. Amen. God, you you have the power. You are sovereign. You are great. Can nothing happen? And, and as we begin to meditate on that thing and go into that thing, and also when we become, again, I say we come in places of meditation, and when we come in places of being intimate with God, you know, those things that we do not know God will train us, train us, train us to be. You know, train us to be. Train us to be. And then, again, we have to ask God, okay, God, what is the purpose here? What are, what are, what are, you, what are you doing, you know, in my life? You know, even though, you know, the word says, you know, your mother forsake you, the father forsake you. You talked about the males, you know, all the males in your life, maybe they have forsake you. But God said, look, I, I, I am he that would never forsake you, that would never forsake you. And, and, and even in that, even with people and, and, and people forsaking you and things of that nature, I just believe that God wants us to draw to a place of being more dependent on him than we are of other people. Because sometimes, sometimes, sometimes we can, um, we can depend on others more than we depend on God. And God, you know, and, and, and even sometimes when we have those people in our lives, you know, God will break, will separate us from those people when they, you know, because sometimes those those people become our idols. We begin to idolize them more than we idolize God. And, yes, I, under, I understand, I, look, without a father, amen, without a father, and, and all other stuff going on with the men in, 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 our, in our family, those that would abuse you, those those that would that would abuse you, not just they won't just leave you and, and, and just not be bothered with you, but they abuse you. Um um and you know, those people in your family and that is not what you expect for people in your family because you, you expect for that those that those are the people that care for you, that nurture you, that protect you by all means. But however at the end of the day that God is there is God is that there is something that God is, is working in you, through you, and around you. The word Jeremiah 33 and 3 says, that call to me and I will answer you and will tell you great and hidden things that you have not known. That you have not known. And and I'm, and I, and what I do know, that I know that I know, amen, that I know that I know, that is it, definitely, it, it's definitely all for a purpose. It's all for a purpose. I can't, I can't define what his purpose for it is in your life. Because he'll reveal the trueness of that to you. 
to you. But what I do know, if you go before him and you know you ask him, you know you ask him, God, what 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 is what is the purpose? What do I, what do I need to learn from this situation and circumstance? And give me the strength to do it. Empower me to walk through this thing, to to forgive, to learn the lesson that you're giving me, so that I can be empowered and equipped to move even further in your glory. I can be equipped to move even further in your glory because it do serves a purpose. I, I I know for me, and I and I can say for me with with all those things, with the father not being there, you know, um, being um, being touched by you know by men um who who should have who should have not you know touched me, who should have been there to protect me or what have you. It 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 brought an anger in my life um with 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 males, you know, That's with true. males and. And even That's with true. such so, you know, even it even when I had, you know, even when I had my sons, Amen. You know, even with, with my husband, you know, with my husband, and even with my sons. And I told y'all before, you know, my, I remember my husband saying this these words to me. It was just so powerful, and it just it it shook the very essence of my soul and of my spirit. And my husband, he said to me, he said, "I apologize for every man who has ever hurt you." Amen. And he spoke that to me, and it had it was because of my my um unconsciousness of how I would treat men, including him, you know, including him when you know he was a provisionary, he you know uh, provided and you know gave and and he was doing everything in his power to love me, and I was just rejecting him because he was a male. You know, and and I'm I'm rejecting him, and he's trying to do everything he can, and that's why I say I I knew he had to, you know, we wasn't in the church and all that stuff, but he had to know God, he had to know that he knew something, because anybody else, I would have left myself. I'm just being real. When I when I think about me in 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 the way I was before I found love, before I found love, before I found God. Uh, I, I would have left me. I, I I wouldn't have dealt with me. Um, but um, he must have knew something. <laughs> um, but you know, he stayed in there, and um, and I had to, and, and God had to develop me in, in 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 the area. He had to develop me in in that area. He had to really, really develop me. And even you know, I was looking. I was like, God, you just giving me all these 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 boys. And um, okay, okay. Okay, I see this. There's a shortage of black men. There's a shortage of black men in in the world, and successful men, and godly men. I said, okay, Lord, you keep giving me these 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 male seeds. I, what I'm gonna do? What I'm what I'm gonna vow to you? I'm going to make sure that these are some successful black God fearing men. God fearing men. But I couldn't do that. You know, so I couldn't do that, and, and I would I wouldn't have been able to accomplish a thing had the hate for men would have continued to override my overrule and ride in my life. Because even that hate for male, even your your own male seed, you know, because you have a hatred in your heart for men because of the things that have happened to you, it'll um you know, it it could it can cause you to do some things unconsciously. Not that you intend to do it, but unconsciously you're doing it because of what's really deep down within. But then I even found myself that then even after after that, you know, God found me to a place. I said, you know, I said I'm gonna, I'm gonna make sure that these some successful black, God fearing men, and I'm gonna lead by example, and you know, just begin to allow God to work on, on me. Then I would find myself. God would place me in a place 
where the only thing we did, the only thing we did was develop black develop black men we that was the whole purpose but we did develop other men of other culture but he will bring me to a place called the institute for males the institute for males and he would have me in a place where i counsel men men come in their hopelessness and broken and and things of that nature but uh and things of that nature and they come in there without hope and and you have to speak into the soul and in the spirit of man so they can come out of that place not only with a plan of action but they can leave right before you with now with hope being resided in them knowing that they have a, a expected future but it was something that i could not have done had that hatred for me and stayed in my heart that stayed in my heart, you know, then put me in a place where I had to count what I had to, was training and teaching other men so that they could restore other men. Amen. And and even now, you know, ministering and counseling and, 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 and doing Bible stuff with men across the world. Amen. You know, just being cultivated in my destiny, but it was something that I could not do had I let that hatred resided in my heart. And that's why I thank God that I found love. I found him so that so that um so that the impurities that was inside of me can first cause me to love me through my truest form, but then also to be able to give love to, to my husband in, in the capacity that he needed and as well as my children and also to other people, other other males and, and, and women that I encounter. A amen, um to God be the glory. Because my husband used to say you used to be so biased when it comes to, to men and women. They can have the same situation. He said, But your heart for the woman will be told something different from the heart from the man. He said, you'll help, you will help a woman and to get, you know, everything. He said, but the, the man, he could just forget about it. He, he just, just as if he had not spoken anything. And that was wow. because of where my heart was. That was because of where my heart was, because the heart was broken, because the heart had been, I, the, the, I had been defiled and um, had been defiled. And God had to heal me from that place. But, again, it was all on purpose. You know, it was all on purpose. It was it was all on purpose. He had to bring me from a place of brokenness and restore the love for man, for mankind within my heart, so that I can do the work that He's called me to do. Amen. Because because He had faith in me, He considered me <laughs> for a thing, and He knew that you know that in which He's placed inside of me that no matter what it was that I went through, that no matter what it was that I went through. That I will get, I will get to the expected end that He's carved out for my life. Amen. Um, to God be the glory. Amen. Um, may I say something, Pastor? Yes, ma'am. Of course. Okay. And when it when it comes to relationships, um, I've noticed in my own life and in general. The number one thing, of course, is for, for you know forgiving yourself, forgiving the person, you know, forgiving the whole forgiveness is the key, you know, forgiving yourself, forgiving the person, but also with me um, dealing with the spirit of a lot of us can have health relationships because we're dealing with the spirit of rejection and abandonment, which go hand in hand. Unfortunately, you know, you you can't you can't deal with the mm-hmm. rejection without abandonment. Hello. Okay. Mhm. Yeah, I, I mean, even though, thank God, I've never been, you know, molested or, you know, nothing like that happened to me, but I've always experienced, you know, pain is pain, you know, but I, I you know, I, I always experienced rejection 
and a, it, which goes with abandonment. And, um, uh, you know, it seemed like I, I, I don't know why I experienced it more now as I got older, especially being in ministry. I'm like, God, what is this? You know, and I think and I, I've been asking God, I said, God, why am I around so many emotional detached people that, you know, when I go through something, not just in my time of grief, I'm saying in general, you know what I'm saying? But more now in my time of, you know, grief, when you really need, you know, that encouragement, somebody give you a hug, or just say something nice. Cause I, maybe because I'm, I'm that type of person. It's really hard to accept that everybody's not like that or everybody don't know how to be encouraged and everybody don't have a heart, you know, to give encouragement or just know how to give. I'm like, why, you know, why people? Why I'm around so many selfish, emotional, cash people? What's going on with me? How, how do I break this curse or break this assignment of my life? Because, I mean, you can show people. I'm a, I'm a, my own experience. You can show people all you want, but if it's not in them to change, they're not going to change. I've showed a lot of people how you're supposed to treat people, how you're supposed to love, and how you're supposed to encourage. But it, it's not. It, it's not in them to change. They don't want to change. They don't want to deal with the. Um, they don't want to deal with that root. They don't want to deal with it. It's, it's, a lot of time people, it's too painful to, for them to deal with it. They don't want to deal with it. Somebody said, "Why I'm around so many emotional detached people that just don't understand what I'm going through, or just listen to me?" That's where I'm at. I want to say this first, that everybody has a capacity to change. Um, now, you know, and but as as we know, no matter what it is, whether it's a change of job, whether it's a change of environment, a change of home, there are always resistance to change. And, um, and, and, and again, you, you know, that in which I don't know how to do, you know, I just don't know how to do. And even when someone tries to show me something different, this is something foreign to me you know this is not a part of my norm so you know how is the the chain broken and even as uh, god placed you before uh for before people who are um that of that manner i mean your position you know you show them you know you this is what you should do if change does not come your, your position is prayer your position is prayer and your position is intercession because the the mere fact that it was brought before you uh, um, to, to, to see and to recognize, then there must be something that God wants to do in the lives of those individuals, and you have the capacity. He's giving you the capacity to recognize it and, and even to hear his voice on it as well. And to, to recognize or to hear his voice on it and for him to lead and guide you to show you, okay, how, which how to show them. And, again, it's, it's up to us to do what God, be obedient to God, and it's for God to give the results. You, you, once you're obedient in your next position, the only thing you can do is to intercede. And, and, and I can say that, you know, like, again, I said, you know, my, my husband, you know, when I just really look back at, you know, how, what he did and how, you know, how he did, he was always showing me that he loved me, but I couldn't receive his love because that rejection spirit you're talking about, that spirit of rejection, I was always looking for a way to reject him before he rejected me. Yeah, you keep, you keep a wall. Yeah, a lot of people like to keep a wall. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, 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 and that's, that was just my behavior. 
that that was my behavior. But I, I had to come, you know, come to a place to understand that, you know, first of all, I'm loved by God, and, and the love of God, you know, God God hasn't rejected me, God has never left me, and God has never forsaken me. And I know, you know, many times we're always looking for the physical, but it starts spiritually first. It starts spiritually first. And even as, you know, I was, um, you know, I, I'm sure I spoke on the line, you know, plenty of times, you know, things that happen in the, the, the um in the spiritual things that are taking place or that we're doing um physically it's just a small replication of what we are doing spiritually. And so and so we have to come to the spirit first and, and learn the acceptance. You know, we have to learn the acceptance from God that God has not rejected us. That he has a, that he has accepted us, that we are accepted in the beloved. I'm looking for this other scripture in 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 Samuel. It's a scripture in um First Samuel. Um, that talks about God accepting us. Um, I'm I'm looking for it. I'm glory to God. I hope I found it before we leave the line. But to just deposit in your spirit to take with you and to take hold of it. And to take hold of it that, you know, even if you don't matter who I'll forsake you or reject you, you are accepted by God. And because you are accepted by God, that is that is the first and true and only acceptance that, that we really need. And and you'll find yourself and God will place people around you that will, will accept you for who you are as well. But you're going to also be placed around people who need to learn acceptance of who they are in God. And be, once you learn it, then you can teach it and you can train it to others on how to first be accepted, accept God so that they can even begin to receive, the, you know, receive love and, and give love back and receive someone caring for them and, and caring for others back, you know, um, in the name of Jesus. And, and, you know, we have to be trained, you know, in some things. I know I did. I, I know I did because all the stuff that I came from, came from under, I came through. Stuff just had to be trained. I had to sit in the word of God, you know, even, you know, with, God placed some people around me, you know, to to even teach and train me in His Word. And again, I was I was open, you know. I found my I've got myself in a place where I was open to receive counseling. I was open to yeah. When you get tired, of, you, when you get tired of being sick and tired. You, you you know, I understand when you get tired of being sick and tired. Um, you will receive. You gotta want the help. You know, change. I pro. You know, change. You can't fight change. You have to embrace it. That's what I post a couple of weeks ago because. Change is 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 frightening because you you know you don't you, it's like it's under the, come out your comfort zone and you don't know where you're going you know we all want to be in control but sometimes we just gotta say okay God you know whatever change I need to change within myself you know because it, it, everything has to start within you first okay teach me because I, I have to all these years you know I always thought I always thought I love myself. And if you look at me in the way I, you know I am, you know I, you know you would say, but deep inside I didn't love myself because I will always put other people before me. You can't love yourself putting other people. I know we've been conditioned in in, in the church to teach, you know, teach us that which is not right. You gotta love yourself first before you can love somebody else. You gotta take care of yourself first because if you you ain't good to you, you ain't good to nobody else. You know, self-care, self-love. Put your two hands in your face and say, I love me. And the lady, when, I, when last year I was going through so much of my time of sickness, and when she put her hand on her face, I love me, I, I wanted to laugh because I never saw nobody, you know, 
I'm so used to dealing with emotionally detached people. I'm like, I don't even know what it is. I'm like, what's wrong with these people? I'm like, and I'm like, these people are emotionally detached people. And then I started telling them, like, I told my friends, I told my brother, I told even my, you know, my orphan or you know who. I said, um, why are you so emotionally detached? Why you just don't know how to love? You know, what, what's going on here, you know? And so I said, Lord, you know, but, um, we have to embrace change. We got, and I told, I go to God. I said, God, teach me how to love myself, cause I can't. I'm not good to nobody. Do I love who I love? And that's where I'm at. You know, self love, self care, and really focusing on my needs, because I I put so many people before me that I'm. You know, what I'm saying I, I I'm drained. I'm like, man, where is everybody at now? The the word of the Lord says this. Um, when Jesus responds um, to the people about the commandments and about the, the law, and he gave two, he said there's really only two. And the second one that he gave, he said, love your neighbor as yourself. And and we can't, you know, and just like you said, it's difficult. You know, that's why, you know, so many people hatred and so many people are uncaring and unloving and all this other stuff. And it really just is a re- true reflection of, how they feel about themselves. So I, wh- where I am with myself is what I can I can only give. I cannot give past the capacity of what I give myself. I, I just because it's not in me to do it. So I can only give to you according to what I have within mm-hmm. me. And so that's why you know people treat other people the way that they the way that they do because it is it is they love your neighbor as yourself. I can I can only love you to the capacity in which I love myself. I can only care for you into the capacity in which I care for myself. Um, outside of that, I just cannot do it. Also, I did find the scripture, 1 Samuel 12, 22. It says, for the, for the sake of his great name, the Lord will not reject his people because the Lord was pleased to make you his own. I mean, you just hold on to that. You know, I, I'm not rejected by God. I am, I am accepted. In, in, mm-hmm. in the beloved, and and though other people, uh, people may reject me and forsake mm-hmm. me, you know what? I'm accepted by God, and 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 that's that's the true acceptance that I really need now. When I and that's that's the acceptance. Now, when I get rejected by God, and then then I have an issue. Then I have an issue. You know what? You're right. You know what? You that's 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 so true because, um, I learned this especially last year, um. When I, when I was sick and I went through what I went through, you know, and I'm like, you know, I I realized that you have to love people from a forgiveness from a distance. Just because you forgive somebody and you love them doesn't mean you have to deal with them. You know, like you say, we have to be an intimate prayer for them. Because I realized my family and certain people wasn't good for my self-esteem and my health. You know, the way if you constantly being rejected and and mistreated and you see. It, they mistreat, mistreat you. I mean, it, even though it is a spirit, you have to uproot it and dismantle it, spirit of rejection, abandonment, you know. But it, it's like you say, okay, they're doing it to me, but I don't see them doing it to anybody else. What's going on with me? You do take it personal. So I have to, this is, I have to you know, this is myself from my family, which that's the best thing that could ever happen to me, and stop loving and focus on Roslyn, you know, because they couldn't give me, they still can't give me, what I need, you know, it's easy for it's easy for them to receive from me the love, the you know, the support. But for something, it's something about me. They and they and then they have the nerve to you know insult my intelligence and say, well, that's love. We love you. I'm like, okay, let's go to the book of scripture. Let's read what love is. I said, if this is love, I don't want it. So you know, I have to realize 
in my family and even some people that they just don't have it in them to give me and that I have to focus more on loving me. I can't look for them to give it because they're not going to give it to me. I have to focus on giving me. It doesn't matter how much you can tell a person. We need, we do need to bring things to people's attention. And, you know, sometimes you're like, but God, why in my time of sickness or my time of grief or I'm going through, you know, a bad day, why can't nobody just pick up the phone or, or come see me or even, you know, do something nice? You know, it's just, it's sad. It's just, it's not in them. You know, it, you can bring the, you got to bring the attention, but if they don't, if, if they don't want to change and take account, they're not. So you just got to learn, learn to love yourself and depend more on God and, and ask God to bring people that know how to give love and don't, do, and I know in, in ministry with me, the people who I've shown love and they turn around and reject me and God said, you know what, you got you, you have to take them through the you know, healing deliverance because the spirit of rejection is in them and so they it's like a vicious cycle. How are we gonna break this cycle of hurting people hurt people? We gotta break the cycle. It's not within us, but break the cycle. You know, I have people say, um people that's might say to me, Oh, um, when I lost somebody, I said, well, that's why you should be more understanding and loving. But I noticed that just be, people, because they lost somebody they love, doesn't mean they're going to they're gonna give you the same support and love that you, 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 you need. And, it, and, 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 you know, I don't understand why it's so hard to be supportive. You know, why it's so hard to be supportive, but I guess some people, I just don't need to be around them. You know, support goes both ways. You know, giving goes both ways. And I don't want to be in, in, in the um, codependent relationships where if you just don't know how to give, then that's something you have to get before God and learn how to give. Because I just can't stay in a relationship where you just feed off of me and I'm not to be used or abused. Or, you know, I always say I'm not nobody lollipop sucker. But these are real issues going on within our life, and we just got to deal with the root, you understand? But I just know about the males in my life, I'm like, uh-uh, they have not really stepped up, you know, as a male. It doesn't matter how much I've shown them love. And been there. I said, okay, I just know now I got to just pray for them and learn and ask God to bring me males in my life, true godly, you know, men that know how to love and know how to give love, you know, as a friend, you understand? You can have a friendship with a, with a male with, and strictly friendship. You understand? So that's where I'm at. That's the, that, the, go ahead, Pastor. I'm gonna say this to you, Rosalind, and I'm gonna I'm gonna let the um, I'm gonna give I'm gonna give other people a chance, and then you know sure. we'll talk later. So break the cycle. We can't run from it. We have to confront it. So break Amen. the cycle. We can't run from it. We have to confront it. We have to confront it because what will happen? What will find ourselves? And let's just talk about the Israelites. Okay, you know they was in Egypt, they was in bondage, they was in captivity, physically, and and, and God brought them out. He brought them out to a place of freedom. But even though He brought them out physically, mentally, they were still in bondage because all that they could think about while they was out free on their way to the promised land, they could only think about Egypt. You know, if we was back there, we'll have this. If we was back there, we will have that, and we'll have this. And when God is giving you fresh manna every day, God is feeding you every day, God is making provision for you every day, your clothes not wearing out, your shoes not wearing out, you know, God is taking care of you, but all you can think about is Egypt. And even though... You know, they came from out of it. You know, it was, you know, they, they, they never, it was never confronted. And we can't continue to run. That's why we find ourselves with different people, but in the same situation, because we never confronted and dealt with the spirit 
that was behind the situation when we was in the situation before. And you keep moving from one place to the next place to the next place to the next place, and that has to have that same spirit before you that continue to keep you running in a vicious cycle until the day you decide that today is the day. I'm not running today from it. I'm going to deal with it, and we're going we're gonna, to we're deal with it. We're going to uproot you. I'm gonna, we're going to cut you out. And, then, God, how do, how, do, how do I deal with this thing? How do I deal with this thing? And sometimes you're going to, you're going to, when you're dealing with a thing, God's going to deal with you first. In That's right. Stop with me. And he's going to start with you. You know, I, I, I tell y'all, you know, I remember my first year of marriage, I was like, Lord, I was trying to get away. This ain't for me. It ain't, you know, let it, let it go. Let it be. And I'm like, God, if it's for me, then you need to change your husband. And what I realized, <laughs> you, need first, you need to change my husband. And he began to change me first. And then I even went back to God. And I'm like, wait a minute, God, you're doing something wrong. I was like. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody wants accountability for their own part. It's me, oh, Lord. It's me, oh, Lord. I'm changing. <laughs> I'm like, why am I changing? He the one that's supposed to be changing. Wait, 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 wait. Something wrong with this picture here. <laughs> but to God be the glory. I, I thank him. And you have to end when he begin and when he we when if when it, the change is within, we just have to accept it for what it is. <laughs> and and once we begin to change, we'll begin to see the change in others and, and, and we'll begin to see the work that God is doing in others and it'll make us more tolerable tolerable um, with people that have us to have more patience with people while they go through their process as God was patient with us as we went through our process and what it is that, that we have to go through, that we had to go through. And God had to be an example. You know, Jesus had to come down here and be an example unto us so that we can follow him. And just as we are his disciples, we got to be an example um, of Christ so that others, that others may see the Christ in us and, 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 um, and be transformed in the image of Christ themselves. Amen. Um, so God be the glory. Um, thank you, Jesus. The line is open for anybody on the line that God um, that God may have placed something in your heart to release, um, prayer, anything that God may have, um, um, any testimonies. The line is open, people of God. Pastor, this is um, Mary, and I, um, you know, I I pretty much wanted to say, you know, I know that my life I had been dealing with the spirit of rejection, you know, from relatives, from people and different things like that, but um, as I accepted Christ at 14, you know, I had been in church all of my life, and we had to go to church. You know, my parents took us to church, and we had to go. But I didn't even know you had to accept Christ to be saved. I thought if your good outweighed your bad, so I put it on the scale. So when I got to prayer in school, as I was 14, I accepted Christ through prayer in school. And I, I felt like I was so lost in thinking that I, I was in God. And I had to literally take the words, and I told God I could, you know, do everything when I accepted Christ except love my mother. And the first, the first thing he gave me was honor your mother and your father. You know, when I accepted Christ, and honor your mother and your father. And he never let me see the, you know, fathers don't provoke your children to wrath until after I was grown. Uh-huh. So he kept showing me as a minor, honor your mother and your father. And I went through a lot of challenges with my 
my my my family, but I did set myself under the their authority from those years that were most crucial, fourteen through sixteen, mm-hmm. fourteen through you know by and you know through high throughout high school and you know even up to you know twenty one. But the thing about it is, I experienced a lot with you know males that wasn't good, and right now I am still struggling with not at the acceptance of myself because. He taught me in high school that, you know, when I would ask him, because I had to literally take the word because I felt like I was starting off fresh um, and, and actually ask him how to love my enemies when people would talk about me and all of that. So he, he showed me in high school, bless those that curse you, do good to mm-hmm. those that despitefully use you. And so I started, I thought it had to be something physical that I had to do to bless them. And, and and actually now in my life I've gotten to the point where I pray for their salvation, deliverance, and all of that, but I'm like, they need Jesus. But um, I pray for them in that capacity now. But what I am struggling with right now is is how I relate to God based on how man, how, how you know, man has related to me. And, it's you know, God has shown up in my life. He has shown me that, you know, when I was at my lowest point, didn't have anybody many a times that he'll send somebody across my path to share something with me to encourage me. And I know he's real, but I'm finding myself, you know, because he's, he's that, you know, you're, you're, you're um, what is, if your mom, what is it? Um, you know, God is a loving father. And even mm-hmm. if your mother and father forsake you, he'll mm-hmm. take you up. I did experience that. And when my son went in the ground, you know, my whole relatives just skipped out. And it was at the holiday season. So the 18th of this month, of course, it'll be a year for my son. But then this is my second marriage, and I found both of them being angry with their fathers who weren't there for them. And then I'm looking at my son, and then I'm like, Lord, how do you? And he reminded me, my, your maker is your husband. And I said, okay, God, how do I relate to you as a loving father? And I know he is. I know he is. And, and how do I relate to my maker being my husband? And I'm struggling with how I relate to God because sometimes I'll shut down on him, you know, because of the hurt, the pain, and, and not knowing how to respond to him. And then I've always asked for Titus two mothers, you know, even since I was 14, but I'm like, I'm hitting 50 next year. And it's like, God, I need all the help I can get. It's like I, um, I feel like I'm at a place where I'm just stuck. I say I can do this, that, or the other. And, I'm, I, you know, and it's almost like, you know, wanting somebody to train and walk me through, wanting that counsel, wanting that, you know. But I'm like, it's almost when you train up a child in the way they should go in the natural, there's a spiritual training that we do need in the spiritual. But I'm like, God, I'm missing. I have so many flaws because I had not received that, and it's like I still want because I don't want anything missing or anything um, empty in my life or not producing in my life, you know, because I don't know. I don't know, you know, I may not be able to. Um, it's just needing, needing that walkthrough. I say I don't, I, and then spiritual warfare, I'm, I was never a fighter, and I'm like, I didn't know how to fight, how to fight in the spirit, <laughs> and I'm still, you know, really dealing with that now, you know, and I just was never taught how to. It's like, okay, take this and do that, and I'm like, okay. But just needing needing that walking through, 
you know, I love God and I have a love for people. And but He 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 shared with me like in high school, um, I kept I kept wanting to be light skinned and have long hair. And and one day, and I didn't want to look like anybody, but I wanted to be light skinned and have long hair. I still want long hair now, but I don't want to. I don't want <laughs> fake hair. But anyway, but anyway, he um he he shared with me. This is what set me free and helped me to accept myself as who He created me to be. Mm-hmm. So no man could tear down my spirit about mm-hmm. who he made me to be. And that is, he said, okay, if, what if you were light-skinned and had long hair and didn't know me? Mm. And then he started, you know, having me look at, you know, people that use their looks to manipulate and all the things that go along with all of that. I didn't want to be a part of it. I just know he said and not know me. <laughs> and that got me for that. So from that point, I I didn't struggle in that area. But the the rejection, I've always poured out to people, you know, where I, like I was a roadmap until I realized that mm-hmm. I'm not supposed to. I had to learn. I mean, I didn't know. I thought as a Christian, whatever. I said, God, do I have something written across my forehead or something? I had to look in the mirror <laughs> a lot of times. <laughs> That draws people to me. That mm-hmm. I mean, you know, that they come up to me, to me. I mean, you have to understand. I was working downtown, and and I would go to the to the yeah, I would go to a, on a break, and I would walk, and I go in the beauty supply. I had people following me in the beauty supply store, asking me about, you know, um, do I have this? They need something to eat and stuff. And I'm looking around at all the people that's around me, and I'm like, why are people coming up to me? <laughs> You know, so I'm like, I've had this happen all the time. But um, anyway, it's just my how I relate to God. And, you know, two days ago, I couldn't even, I'm like, God, I'm used to reading the word every day. And this prayer line has been so empowering. I get on here, and it just really encourages me every day. And I'm like, when I can't, you know, bring myself to, to get into the word, to read the word, and that one night the other week, I say, God, at the end of the I didn't even read the word today. And I'm used to reading a scripture or something, and all of the pain and stuff that I was overwhelmed with, <laughs> I'm like, I feel stuck. And I'm like, God, I know you're real, and I, you know, I, you know, do my worship. I feel worship, and I'm like, I know He loves me, but how I relate to Him, and I'm like, I don't want to relate to you like man has related to me, and that's what I find myself doing because I, I don't know how. When I get stuck like that, outside of our worship, and I'll try. That's why I listen to the prayer line. I'll try to listen to messages, but that's about it. I just feel stuck, and I want to come out of that, and don't know how. Because it's a lot of things I have to do, being thrown into situations, and I'm like, I don't have time to sit <laughs> and be stuck. And I have to actually keep it moving. You, you done, Miss Mary? Yes, ma'am. Okay, glory to God. First and foremost, um, we we have to keep in our mind that God is not like man. God is never like not like men. God is not like men. So um, to relate to Him according to the way men treat us is something that that we we, we should never do. And and many times we do find ourselves in in that place of of doing that. 
And um, you know, when we get into those into the into those those places, that's when we should press and push even the even the harder. You know, that's when we should press and push even the harder. That's when we need to we need to stop all things, you know, stop all things because that that relationship with God is key and is vital. And and if I'm looking to to move forth anything that is hindering me within that within that that relationship, I I have to push past all obstacles, push past all all circumstances, and I have to pause for the cause. I have to pause for the cause, and I just have to put a hold on the world and and begin to cry out to God. You know, cry out, God, God, I need you. You know, right now I'm in the muck and the mire. I'm in the muck and the mire of life. I, you know, I, I need your help. You know what I'm saying? I need your healing, God. You know, I need your directions. I, you know, God, I need your 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 um your directions. I need your help. I I, I need I need to hear you know from from on high, and even find ourselves in in, in places you said we worship. You're worshiping. You're listening to worship. Find ourselves in places of meditation. And, and most of the time, when we get in such places, you know, we have a monologue with God. Where we're just talking, and we mm. we don't wait for God to listen. We don't wait for we don't wait until to hear God to hear God's word. We don't wait to listen to hear God's voice to hear what it is that He's saying to us because God is forever speaking. Remember over in the book of of Exodus when um, Moses he came to the Israelites and said, "Okay, God has sent the answer for you to be um, for for us to for you to come from under bondage." And um, once God, I mean, once uh, Moses went to Pharaoh and he began to tell Pharaoh, you know, God to let His people go and begin to um, talk to Pharaoh, then Pharaoh made the conditions even harsher for the Israelites. So that the second time when Moses came unto them, and you'll find it somewhere around the eighth and ninth verse of, of the book of Exodus, he came to them and um in so many words, you know, he began to speak to them and because of the pain and the hurt that they was in, you know, they were telling you know, Moses pretty much they were just saying, Moses, I'm paraphrasing, Moses, you know, right now we don't even want to hear what God is God is saying because we heard he say that, you know, he came to to um get us out of Egypt so that we can go to the place that he promised our forefathers and now our conditions have seemed to have gotten worse and it, it it's better for us to just be right here. And so they got caught and stuck in their pain and um caught in a in a place where they became deaf and, and pretty much they began they allowed their pain and their pain and their hurt to become deaf um unto the voice a voice of the Lord. We praise God for Moses that he kept, you know, he, he kept moving forth and pushing and you know and pushing into um, God's people were re- released um, out of Egypt or came up out of Egypt and um, and and until moving toward where God wanted wanted them to to go. But we have to find ourselves when we're in those places. We have that's when we have to push even the more. We have to push e- push even the more and just put everything else on hold. Put everything else on hold. I remember I, I would be at work and you know um, or whatever, and I had to tell them, look, yeah, I got to go home and pray. I'm 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 clocking out for the day. I'm going home and proud. I believe that's why I had to become my own entrepreneur. Because <laughs> I mean, they even let me go home and pray because they know it. Look, I ain't doing nothing else in here. It don't even matter. I'm going home to pray. I'm, I'm taking time. You can put it in for whatever you need to put it in. But I'm, you know, I'm going home and pray because I I can't move. I know I can't do anything. Nothing that I'm going to do is going to be helpful to anybody. Not even myself. Without you know, with me, without me getting the peace of God in my heart. And, and, and in my and in my mind, I, I have to be, and I have to be in that place of peace. 
you know, with God and in in spite of. And the other thing is, you know, sometimes we we can't, we keep stuck we get stuck in that place is because we don't hand the things over to God. Um, that's first Peter five, I think it started at verse seven or six. First Peter five, seven and six, um um when it talks about casting our cares upon him. Because, you know, when we don't cast our cares upon the Lord, we're being weighed down with those things. Those things are, mm-hmm. and, and that's how you get, we get stuck. We get held down. We get, you know, we get stuck in, in those places. And we have to be a people that say, you know what, God, I'm going to give this to you. I'm going to give it to you, God, and I'm not going to take it back from you. You know, sometimes we go and we pray. We pray and, you know, and everything and, um, and <laughs> You know, we pray to give it to God, but then we take it back because we want to handle it. We want we want it to be done right now. We want it to be done, you know, in our own right, in our own might, and it, it just don't happen that way. It don't happen that way. We got to give it unto God. That's why the word said, it said, um, it started at verse 6, 1 Peter 5. It said, therefore, humble yourself under the mighty hand of God, that he may exalt you in due time, casting all your cares upon him, for he cares for you. And we got to learn how to put that thing over in God's hand and walk away from it. For me, I call it my Jesus things to do box. I put it over there in the Jesus stuff to do. And I'm not worried about it no more because I know that whatever he does is going to be in my very best interest. It's going to be in my very best interest. But watch the scripture here. When it switches over to verse number 8, God was very strategic how he laid out the scriptures. He said, be sober-minded. He said, be sober, be vigilant, be sober in your mind, and be alert is what it's saying. Now, let's think about this for a second. If I'm weighed down with the things of the world, if my mind is concerned and consumed with every matter that is before me, then guess what? I'm not operating in the soundness of my mind because my mind is not at a point of alert. I'm not sharp in my mind, and I'm not very sharp in my mind, and I'm not alert because my mind is focused on so many things. My mind is focused on so many things because I'm, I'm, and I'm, and it's causing me to weigh down, to be weighed down. And so it said, be sober, be, be sober, be alert. Then it said, because your adversary, the devil, walks around like a roaring lion, seeing who he can devour, seeing that who he can devour. And when we are weighed down with things, and we continue to hold things, hold things to heart. Check the chat room, okay? We continue to hold things to heart. I'm glory to God. When we continue to hold on to things, it causes us to be weighed down. And because we're weighed down by those things, um, it causes us to be in a place where we are stuck, where we are stuck. And we got to learn how to just, you know, give things over to God. And I know as women, you know, as, as women, you know, we want to take care of everything. We want to take care of everything of, of, of in, every, in every matter. But we got to just let God do that thing because in our own strength and in our own might, we we will be stuck. And you got to say, you got to, we got to make the decision that today is the day, God, I'm going to give this to you and I'm going to let you handle it because I know that you are in full control. I know that you're in full control. And I can guarantee you the moment that you do that, you're going to find yourself a whole lot lighter. You're going to find yourself to be able to go before God and, and, and praise and worship and, and meditate before him and everything because you're not going to have a care cares that are weighing you down. You're not going to have cares that are weighing you down in, in the name of Jesus. Um, glory to God. Glory to God. Um, thank you, Jesus. 
And we're going to have a corporate, we're going to do a corporate prayer because we're going to pray over you, woman of God. Amen. As well, we're going to do a, a corporate prayer as soon as we, I want to get everybody um, prayer requests and things out. And we're going to do a, a big corporate prayer. We're going to definitely um, pray over you and that and that God will, that God will give you the strength to place it over in his hands, that you will be strengthened to give it over to him and let him have full control and that you will be stuck no more and that the Egyptians that you see before you today that you will never see again in your life in the mighty name of Jesus, that you will never find yourself in a place or in a crossroad where you are stuck in the muck and the mire and you feel like you just can't go nowhere or we rebuke that in the mighty name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus, and we're thanking God in advance for those that he will place beside and before you to help you walk this thing out. In the name of Jesus, those that will equip you and train you in the, in the things uh, of, of the spiritual realm. Um, in the name of Jesus, those that will nurture the very essence of your soul. Glory to God. Um, thank you, Jesus. So bless you, woman of God. And we're going to do what? We're going to do a corporate prayer. Amen. Um, glory to God uh, in a moment. The line is open, people of God. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. We just bless the name of the true living God in this place. Amen. Um, due to the silence, we want to say that our hearts and minds are clear. Our prophets, if you can um come back on the line and if you can pray um for God's people. Yes. Um first, um I would like to turn to the uh scripture Psalm fifty one, which we know that's a repentance. Amen. Scripture. And I want to, um, let's turn to Psalm 51. I'm not going to read the whole thing. I'm just going to read verse 10. Amen. Um, This is is something we all could stand in prayer, you know, and fast and pray on the scriptures of repentance. Have mercy upon me, O God, according to love kindness, according to the multiple of tender mercy. Blot out my transition. But verse 10, it says, create in me a clean heart. You know, you, I'm saying my name, creating, rising a clean heart, oh, God, and renew a right spirit within me. You know, we, we, we individually today, we come together as corporate, but individually we, 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 got to go, we got to come to God today and say, asking God to, you know, deal with our heart and, and repent um, for our sins, you know. So say, Lord, I repent for my sins, known unknown. But, God, we repent um how we have to, you know, approach you in manners in our life because we didn't, we didn't, we didn't know how to approach you, God. So we want to repent to God first. So Father, I come to you myself, repenting to you on manners that I didn't even know, um, consciously and unconsciously, what I was doing wrong to you, God. And so we want to pray that God, we want to repent, uh, consciously and unknown consciously. Because sometimes we can do things not even knowing that it's wrong, you know? So known and unknown constantly, we want to repent. Lord, we come to you this morning. Repent um, for uh, constantly and unconsciously not knowing how to come to you, God, and, 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 and um, for help and, 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 and dependent, um, like me, I, I learned to look up to the, you know, look up and say, God, if you don't help me, nobody else is going to help me. You know, 
But God, if I've done anything to approach you wrong, I'm taking accountability. Please forgive me, your daughter Rosalind. You know, please say your name, and I'm, we're going to do that. And we're going to we're going to renounce some things. We're going to renounce, and then we're going to pray against the spirit of rejection, and we're going to pray a prayer of healing. A- amen. But okay, and so let's let's go ahead and repent and renounce. Um, I'm going to say, if you want, you can repeat after me. Uh, you say, uh, in the mighty name of Jesus, by the new covenant, I have a God through the blood of Jesus. I renounce all lust. I renounce all perversion, immorality, uncleanliness, impurity, fornication, adultery. I renounce all ungodly soul ties with people. I have, you know, fornicate or committed adultery with in Jesus' name. And you say, uh, I renounce all hatred. I renounce all hatred. I renounce all anger. I renounce all anger. I renounce all resentment. I renounce all resentment. I renounce all bitterness. I renounce all bitterness. I renounce all retaliation. I renounce any unforgiveness towards any person who has offended me. And also, we want to forgive ourselves. Amen. One thing about God, if we come before God and repent, God has forgiven us. So we don't, you don't have to walk around with your head down, feeling bad. No, keep your head up because God has forgiven you in your, for your sins. And that's in First John chapter 1, verse 9. He tells us that. So you don't have to walk around being, you know, you just, if you repent to God, he forgive you, okay? So we want to uh, forgive ourselves. And we want to forgive other people. Amen. I renounce unforgiveness towards any person who have offended me. I forgive them and release them from the prison of my heart in Jesus' name. I forgive and release any person. I forgive and release any person who have ever hurt, disappointed, abandoned, mistreated, rejected, disrespected me. I forgive. I forgive and release any person who have ever hurt, disappointed, abandoned, mistreated, rejected, disrespected me, sexually abused me, sexually harassed me, emotionally abused me, verbally abused me, spiritually abused me, and taken advantage of me. I forgive. I forgive. I forgive. And, and, and I release them from my heart in Jesus' name. Father, we ask you this morning to deliver us today. Break the stronghold, the strong man, the cycle of our life. And we ask you, God, to help us, God, this morning to forgive ourselves, forgive everyone, God, and release this from our hearts, God. I renounce all pride, arrogant, rebellious, disobedient ego. In Jesus' name, amen. amen. And now we're going to pray. Amen. Now we're going to pray and ask God to deliver us from the spirit of rejection and abandonment. It goes hand in hand, you know, or any any other thing. You know, you know what you're dealing with, but this prayer is, is prayer against the spirit of rejection. Amen. And disfavor. Amen. In the mighty name of Jesus. By the new covenant I have with God through the power and the blood of Jesus Christ, I take authority in Jesus' name and break every curse of rejection. 
I take authority and break every curse of rejection, disappointment, misfortune, mistreatment, physical abuse, emotional abuse, spiritual abuse, abuse of relationship, injustice, and disfavor in Jesus' name. I release myself. I release myself. I release myself and family from the curse of rejection and disfavor in Jesus' name. I break, I break every covenant my family and I have made with the demon of rejection and disfavor in Jesus' name. I renounce and denounce the spirit of rejection and disfavor in Jesus' name from today. You spirit of rejection, disappointment, abuse, disfavor, you have no, no more power and dominion over my life in Jesus' name. I bind and cast out of my life. I bind and cast out everyone's life and family, the strong man of rejection and disfavor in Jesus' name. From today, I decree and declare by faith that I will no more be rejected but accepted. Say, I will no more be rejected but, but re- accepted. I would no more be rejected but accepted. I would no more be rejected but accepted. No more hated by love. No more denied but accepted. No more disappointed, but rather appointed to fill my destiny in Jesus' name. And so, Father, we just ask you to send your angels among each one of us. We command our angels to go on our behalf to minister healing, deliverance to us, God. God, we just speak comfort today, strength. I want everybody to put your arms around your hook. You know, hug yourself, love yourself, put your hands on your two face, and say, I love me, I love me, and I thank God God loves me. Amen? Because I'm a, Psalms 27, Psalms 27, it's a scripture that God used my, my former pastor to, to lead me to the, uh, uh, we thank God, Psalms 27, verse 10 Amen. When I was sick many years ago and on, didn't know the root to my problem was unforgiveness. That's what's causing my sickness. A lot of us are sick because of unforgiveness. And also it could be a, a, a generational thing too, but we have to get to the root. Amen. And so Psalms 27 verse 10 says, when my father and mother forsaken me and the Lord would take me up. And I thank God for Pastor. He, she gave me that First Samuel scripture. If you want to repeat it, I, I appreciate it, Pastor. That scripture you gave me earlier, I, it really helped me. And I, and I think, you know, so we, we so we can say, when my father and my mother forsaken me, the Lord would take me up. Or when my family or whoever it is who has forsaken you, we know the Lord would take We're asking God to fill the void. Go ahead, Pastor. I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, I'm, I'm I'm sorry. I'm I'm so sorry. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Okay, no problem. And see, we ask God this morning. God, fill this void in me. Fill this void in me. Fill this void. God, put your arms around me. Love on me. He's our Father. We can come to Him for love. You know, for Him to. You know, we ask Him to fill the void in me, and, and we're gonna say, God, teach me how to love me. God, teach me how to love me. Because before you could even know how to give love and you know and, and care by anybody else, you gotta love learn learn you know love yourself, amen. And God love me, teach me how to love me. God love on me. God, I need your love today. 
ask God, say, God, I need your love, God. And, and, and we want to thank God. God, I thank you that I could come to you no matter where, and you love me for who, you know, for who I am. And God, renew my mind. Let my mind be renewed, amen, in my heart. And God, and we break the stronghold of strong man and the cycle of, of rejection and hurt and disappointment of our life today. And we uprooted, we dismantled, and never returned. We sent it back to the pit of hell and never returned in the name of Jesus. And also, um, everybody, if it doesn't matter what time it is, when you do this, but do it. Um, uh, two things today, or maybe we all need to go on a fast, amen, you know, we, you know, we want to get to the roots, amen, um, stand on that Psalm 51, uh, 2710, the one to give us, and also um, get your anointing oil, get a washcloth, and wash your face, amen, because it's a spiritual, sometimes, you know, the enemy put evil veils and stuff on our face, you know, we never know what, you know, wash our face with anointing oil on our bodies, amen, it's God's anointing oil, you know, for we can wash our face, wash, because in Psalm 51, he says, you know, he talks about cleansing us, amen, and we would do it with anointing oil, amen, you know, and so, uh, um, hold on, let me get back to Psalm 51, verse 7, it says, purge me with hepsa, and I shall be clean. Wash me, and I shall be whiter than snow. Amen. So we just want God to just wash us today in his blood. So I cover everyone in the blood of Jesus. God, I ask you to cleanse everybody, God. Cleanse us and deliver us, God. Break, you know, break every known and unknown curse. We are rooted with this man off our life, God. And God, teach us to, um, to learn to love ourselves first before we could even learn how to love people. Amen. God, teach us how to learn to love ourselves and how to, that we are accepted and, and, we, and we are loved. Amen, God. And just asking you today. And, and another thing, um, Pastor, okay, we, we, can I pray against the spirit of poverty? You know, because it seems like, you know, we, we, we all need to, uh, we need a breakthrough. Amen. Is okay with your prayer against the spirit of poverty? Go ahead, woman of God. Okay. Yeah, we need a breakthrough. A lot of us, we, we all need a break, financial breakthrough. Amen. We just thanking God for you know for healing, for any healing, for and physical healing. Amen. Healing is emotionally and physically. Amen. And Father, we just thanking you. Hallelujah. Hallelujah, God. You're awesome. You're wonderful, God. Hallelujah. In the mighty name of Jesus, by the reason of the new covenant, I have the God through the blood of Jesus. I take authority in Jesus' name and break every curse of poverty, lack, debt. Financial hardship, bankruptcy, loss of job, loss of money, business failure, and loss of investment. In the money name of Jesus, I break myself and I break everyone loose and free from every covenant which brought the curse of poverty in our life. In Jesus' name, one moment we thanking God. I'm gonna get some water when we thanking God. Amen. Because He said He supply our needs. Poverty is not of God, amen. We just got to break the curse, amen. <clears throat> I renounce. Everybody say, I renounce and denounce the demon of poverty. I renounce and denounce the demon of poverty and financially. And I'm lost in Jesus' name. You power over my finances. It's over in Jesus' name. I reverse. I reverse. Revoke and break every covenant, pact, and curse of poverty over my life and family, in Jesus' name. I release myself. 
I release everyone. I release everyone and family from the strong man of poverty in Jesus' name. In the mighty name of Jesus, I bind and cast out of, of everyone, life and family, every demon on assignment to afflict anyone with poverty, financial hardship, financial stress, debt, bankruptcy, loss of investment, of job in Jesus' name. From today, the spirit of poverty has no more power and reign over my life and family. In the mighty name of Jesus, I declare decree by faith. It finished work across of Calvary that the finances is restored. Say my finance restored in Jesus' name. I'm rich in Jesus' name and no more poor. The yoke of poverty is broken. The yoke of poverty is broken off everyone's life. Say the yoke of poverty is broken off my life, off my family life, and everything I touch. The yoke of poverty is broken. And, and, and my family, in Jesus' name, and we seal this prayer. We seal everyone in, in the blood of Jesus. Amen, amen. Amen. Um, to God be the glory. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, God. Um, thank you, Lord. Thank you, God. Um, and it is sealed, and it is so. Amen. As we believe in our heart and according to thy faith. Ha, my, 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 my. Thank you, Lord. It is so it is done. It is done. Glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Um, even as, as prayer was going forth, I heard the word of the Lord. He said this. He said, I cannot fight a battle for you. I cannot fight a battle for you that you do not, that you do not make me commander in chief. That I can only fight the battles that you allow him to be commander-in-chief over. Amen. And so what he's saying is if you give it over to him, then the battle is already won because he is fighting the battle on your behalf. But you have to make him commander-in-chief. And God desire for there to be no casualties, amen, in that in which we're going through. And, and and that it, that in which we are going through, he desired for there to be no casualties. And in order for there to be no casualties, we have to make him commander in chief, amen, so that all will be protected and so that all will be preserved, um, glory to God. And knowing that when he fights a battle, it the battle will never be lost, amen, it will never be lost, um, glory to God. So it's time, people of God, that we allow him to be commander-in-chief over every situation and in every circumstance in our life. Amen. So God be the glory. Um, thank you, Jesus. I want to go ahead and just end our announcements, our announcements, and I'm just going to only go with this Friday. Friday we have the Women of Purpose Summit. Glory to God. Unleashing Destinies. That will take place in Decatur, Georgia. Um, glory to God. Um, thank you, Jesus. We're dealing with women of purpose in your in ministry, in marriage, um, in the marketplace. Glory to God. Um, women of purpose in your in your home. Um, hallelujah. Um, we are dealing with women of purpose in all areas. Amen. Of our lives, and we're just really dealing with when you break, come and break it, bring it all together. You're dealing with the the virtuous woman. Amen. The virtuous woman um glory to god as it is outlined in um proverbs 31 and we're just blessing the name of the true living god of what he's going to do amen this weekend this friday and saturday in the lives of his dear beloved children glory to god we we thank god in 
this place. Um, hallelujah. Stay tuned. We're going to try to get everything broadcast. Amen. Um, I'll, I'll be able to let you know more on Friday how the broadcast will work. I'm going to have to go over to the facility and try it out and to see how we can make it possible. Um, y'all, y'all be praying, be praying. Uh, God, you know, <laughs> break the broadcast live. Amen. Make everything work according to the way it needs to be work. Amen. Um, so God be the glory. Thank you, Jesus. Also, in addition, you know, God did place on my heart. We're gonna look at some. We're gonna look at some trainings in. Um, but the trainings will be done in the afternoon. Um, glory to God. I'm I'm gonna get more direction from the Lord. More direction for the Lord, and we'll when when we go into training, we'll be doing Pacific training, Amen. Pacific training, spiritual warfare, intercession, intercessory, Amen. Um, and, and things of that nature. Um, glory to God. Um, but I'm gonna go to God and get clear instruction, clear instructions, and and I'm right. We're gonna write the vision, and we're gonna make it plain. And I knew that, and I do know for a fact that it will. It, the, those trainings will take place in the afternoon. They will not um, be morning trainings. Um, glory to God. Um, thank you, Jesus. Um, and as I hear the word of the Lord and the vision is written plain, I'll release it unto unto each and every last one of you, so that um, we all can govern ourselves accordingly. Amen. Um, so God be the glory. Um, thank you, Jesus. Um, also. Hey, glory to God. Also, glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. I think that's, that's going to be it for our announcements for today. Um, we're almost at the eight o'clock hour. For those that need additional that uh, need additional prayer, we do have the um, International Prayer Call Center that operates 365 days a year, 24 hours in a day, seven days a week, and that number is six seven eight. Seven five zero three six seven six. Amen. And an intercessor will will definitely be more than excited to pray for you. Also, if there, is there anyone that is on the line who would like to become an intercessor on that um, prayer call center, you you get to put me down, Amen. I'll, I'll get you. I'll, okay. Amen. Um, if you, you desire to be an intercessor, um, we you can go to the website and, and sign up, and then I will contact you so that we can put you in the system on how you would like to um, how um, how your how you would like for your schedule to be. Amen. Um, in the name of Jesus, and we just bless the name of the of the true living God. Um, for that, um, Rosalind, I'll get with I'll get with you today, Prophetess. Um, we just bless the name of the true living God. Um, we're definitely always looking for intercessors, Amen. Um, to be on the wall praying and interceding for God's people, um, wherever they may be around the world. I mean, we have people calling us from from everywhere, and we thank God for that. We thank God for that. This is our fourth year, fourth year, Amen, with the prayer network. So um, all, all to the glory of God. Thank you, Jesus. Um, with that being said, um, people of God, um, our command for today would just be simply this. is accept God. Amen. Accept God and his word in your life. If we will become a people that would accept the word of God and accept that in which God has, has spoken, over our life and accept God 
we yeah. will we will be able to operate at, at such a level of efficiency and effectiveness in the name of Jesus. We will our shield of faith will with work would work uh will be maximized in, in, in the way in, in which it works for our lives because it when we accept the things of the Lord it calls us to to walk in a in a place of faith like never before. It calls us to walk and operate in a place where we're not shaken by situations and circumstances because we believe the Lord and the word of the Lord. And because we're walking in the place of believing the Lord and and um believing the Lord and believing his word, we don't get caught up in counterfeit situations and circumstances. Amen. Um in in the name of Jesus. Let us just accept the Lord. Amen. And and that in which he's spoken over our life. Let us not be like Saul. Saul was rejected by God because Saul rejected God and his word. God and his word. And when we re- when we reject God and his word, we lose the kingdom. We lose that in which God has called forth in our life. Saul lost the kingdom. Let that not be of us. Amen. Well, what is the kingdom? I mean, we have inherited the kingdom. We have inherited love, peace, joy, um, kindness, goodness, humility, faith, patience, patience, um, self-control. We inhabit inhabited righteousness. We've inhabited the abundance of the kingdom of the Most High God. And, and when we can accept God. God and his word, I mean, we, we we have access to so many things, amen, so many things um, that in the Lord that will, that will um, cause us to operate beyond the hurt, the pain, the anguish, the, you know, all, all of those things. It will cause us to operate at a greater level, and, and, and even with inheriting the kingdom of God, it, it washes those things away. It heals and it delivers and it breaks free and it you know it, it it sets you free. It breaks the yokes. It destroys and demolishes the stronghold of the enemy. When we accept the things of the Most High God, let us be a people that accept God at His Word, knowing that God's Word is the absolute truth and it shall not come back to Him void. It shall accomplish the very thing in which He has sent it forth to do. In Jesus' name. With that being said, let it be of God. With that being said, my people of God, go in the love, the joy, the peace, the favor, and the anointing of our most holy Savior, who is none other than Jesus the Christ. And it is in his most holy and majestic name that we have convened in intercession and we have been empowered. Amen, amen, and amen. And we look forward to seeing every last one of you at on the throne tomorrow, starting at 530 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, 4.30 a.m. Um, Central Time. Amen. Um, glory to God. Where we hit the throne of grace and we go into intercession. Amen. Um, to God be the glory. Thank you, Jesus. Bless each and every last one of you. May the favor of the Lord shine upon you. In the mighty name of Jesus, we thank God. We praise the name of the true living God, that that in which once held you bound, it will no longer hold you bound anymore, that you are free, that your family is free, that the curse is broken from among your life. Amen. That you're walking in a greater level of love, a greater level of peace, a greater level of anointing, a greater level of humility. Um, In the mighty name of Jesus, a greater level of faith. We pray the releasing of the Most High God 
um, favor and abundance just upon your life. We praise God. We thank God. Even as you move forth in your day, expect God's favor to meet you and greet you everywhere that you go. In Jesus' name, amen. And to God be the absolute glory. Thank you, Jesus. Goodbye.
With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.